Welcome to iPad Pros, the show all about using your iPad to be productive and get work done. I'm Tim Chen, host of the show. I was wondering that too, because it's not the Series 8 Ultra, it's the Apple Watch Ultra. So is it going to get updated next year? Yeah, I guess it'll, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I could definitely see it being kind of like the SE where it's an alternate model and it's selling to people who don't necessarily need all the newest features. They need something that's sturdy and everything. So maybe it's not as imperative for them to update it every year. I don't know. The product's like four hours old at this point, so <laughs> it's hard to say for sure. Welcome back to another episode of Apple Pros. This one is a bit of a special edition covering Apple's September event uh, regarding the new iPhone 14s, the Apple Watch Series 8 and Ultra and SE2, and the new AirPods Pro 2. So not really much of iPad stuff, but just a special episode with my friend Matt Birchler, where we kind of dive in deep uh, as far as what Apple announced at the September 2022 event. As a reminder, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash iPadPros or by subscribing in Apple Podcasts. And with that, here's my discussion with Matt all about Apple's September event. Enjoy. Welcome back to the podcast, Matt. I'm happy to be here. Thanks yeah. for having me. It's an exciting it's an exciting day in Apple land, you know? It's it's our second Apple Christmas of the year. It, it really is. We're going to get uh, the, the iPad Mac one next month, I hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, kind of the... Uh... The third sometimes forgotten one, but tons yeah. of love for that one. But this yeah. is the big one. This, this is, is the... I mean, I'm a big Apple Watch person, as are you. So this is uh, that's what mm-hmm. I look forward to every year, just to see <laughs> what, mm-hmm. what happens with Apple Watch. Because uh, it's it's weird because like everyone's like, oh, it's iPhone day. No, it's Apple Watch day, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Apple Watch is kind of the vegetables you have to eat before you get to the iPhone main course at the event. But I do agree with you. This was a super interesting year for the Apple Watch, especially. It really was, yeah. Different from most uh, yeah. most years. It's like okay, next series number, that's it. But like they had three new watches they had today. Three new watches, yeah, kind of wild. And that's where we'll start, I think. Um, they're also AirPods Pro, which looked great. Um, but yeah, the watch. Uh, so they started with the Series Eight. Well, they started with telling how it saved your life, of course. Um, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for a while, Tim Cook did a lot of talking out there today. It's like uh, for a while there, it's like Tim Cook is going to give us a, a monologue. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, so the Series Eight, um, same pricing uh, across the board, and uh, for a while there, it's like okay, my Series Seven is is all these things, um, and then they started talking about this temperature sensor and uh, how it's good for like fertility tracking and very important things as far as health in regards to that. And this data will live in your health app as well. So you can just like look at your baseline um, temperature and if it's up or down. And I, I, I'm, we're not yet sure if it'll kind of tell you if, hey, you might have a fever um, kind of thing. But um, interesting data. And the way they're doing it is uh, there's a sensor by your skin and also an air like one near the screen to like, is it warm near the surface <laughs> to try to get a better reading. I'm also curious if it'll just probably not take a reading if your watch is like overheating by using cellular too much. Like I'm sure it's smart enough to know if the watch itself is like just insanely warm, which it can get depending. Yeah, probably. Well, I'd hope. I'd hope it's smart. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's it's effectively the only new feature in this watch, as far as I can tell. Crash detection. There is crash detection. Okay, there are two new features in this watch. <laughs> Which seems cool. That's cool, but not worth upgrading for, because I don't plan on getting... You know, no one plans for that, right? But And then the other thing, which... Something I don't travel a bunch, but when I was traveling overseas, the fact that uh, my cellular data did not roam on the watch was super annoying. Like that is something I did run up against when I did my vacation a couple of years ago. Like not an everyday thing, not worth upgrading for. But next time I get the watch, it's been great. I don't have to worry about the watches not working overseas with my cell data. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so there were a few things. A few things. That were new. This is a very. This is like, this is even less than like the five to six where we got the blood oxygen because at least the six you had a brighter screen. I think the screen's the same brightness mm-hmm. this time around. So I think this is the minorest of minor, unless the temperature sensor is up your alley. Yeah, I I really think that's it. It's it's a mature product at this point, right? Like, how many more things can you expect? Like a new health sensor is on its own pretty significant for a watch update that's not going to have like a design change so i think if you're like on a series six or older this could be a great purchase especially with the bigger Mm -hmm. screen that you're getting from last year Um, i think like a year into owning the series seven it's i think it's underappreciated how good this model is it's great it's really (laughs) really good um the the form factor like the screen is noticeably bigger without being too much bigger actually on your wrist like Mm -hmm. I think if you had a Series Seven, you're probably good. I mean, the keyboard's great, good, but like all, it's just it's like the refined like where they. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the keyboard is absolutely the best way to type on it. It's so so good, um, and the Series Seven got a ton of the software updates that the yeah. wa- Series Eight got as well. Oh, and so. fast charging. If you use your watch to death, like mm-hmm. I mean, this new one we'll talk about has a crazy big battery, but this fast charging in the Seven. It's bonkers. You can go from dead to fully charged in less than an hour or like about an hour, like depending mm-hmm. on conditions, how, you know. Yeah. But yeah, it's I'm... pretty great. Um, I'll often be getting home from work that watches at 10% and put on the charger while I shower and kind of get settled in and boom, I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one thing I didn't think I would appreciate. Like I really rolled my eyes like, okay, my watch charges plenty fast right now. <laughs> um, but it is something you get used to really, really quickly. And it's really nice. My wife has a series four, which is pretty old at this point. Yeah. Um, but whenever I need to like charge hers or whatever, and like I go check on it like 30 minutes later, I'm shocked. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. it's not nearly as topped up as I thought it would be. So it's it's definitely a nice yeah, quality. Yeah, I came thing. home today, 10%. I put on the charger. I had like a uh, six or seven minute shower or something just to get the world off of me from uh, sweat <laughs> and whatever me out about. Um, and it was up to 18% in uh, whatever five or six cents or whatever it was. So it's like, that's pretty good. Yeah. So it gets you, like, it gets me in a level where it's, Oh, this is going to die. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, the fast charging is great. And, um, but yeah, uh, series eight, uh, it's year over year upgrade. Uh, I'm curious. So the thing, um, we're gonna talk about the, the, uh, explorer, the ultra model later. Uh, <laughs> But I just want we should briefly mention the SE, which, as you predicted, got a price drop, and as you predicted, uh, two forty nine. I was yep. wrong. I thought two twenty nine was kind of the go to mm. low point of Apple price points that where it can't get to one ninety nine. So we'll two yeah, yeah. I think maybe in a different economy, maybe 
it's it weird could, though. Could have like, gone down, but yeah, it's the U.S. dollar super strong. So it's like, yeah, here it could be one ninety nine. Elsewhere, like the global prices for these new iPhones, I think they are seeing higher prices. But the U.S. dollar is crazy strong right now. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my, my I have a couple of friends in the UK, and they uh, I was like, oh yeah, the, the iPhones are the same price. This is great. And they're like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like PS Five. It goes up everywhere else. I mean, part of the reason mm-hmm. is they want to be competitive globally, but also part of the reason USD is it's crazy strong right now. Yes, yes, it's it's a weird world right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, and then you only have to pay fifty dollars for the luxury of cellular on the SE, which is a nice touch. Like I don't know why. Uh, I well, I'm I'm actually misremembering. Um, the stainless steel just has it with it for all the models, and then I it's a hundred dollar difference for the Series Eight in aluminum finishes. So yeah, the SE model cheaper for cellular. That's nice. I don't know. Yeah. Good for cellular. I was hoping it would get the always on screen, but that's, I guess that's a bit yeah, of a stretch. That's the one thing. It's like, please that always on. That's the only thing I really wanted for the SE2, but it didn't get mm-hmm. it. It didn't even get ECG. Mm-hmm. Um, it got yeah, color. ECG would have been nice. Yeah, like add e- either ECG or <laughs> the always on. But no, we didn't get either. Um, we got the faster processor. Okay, good to stay up to date. Um, yeah. Uh, the color matched back. I'm not sure who cares about the back, but it's a nice touch, I guess. <laughs> um, it got the crash detection of the Series yeah. 8, so that's nice. Um, it's getting WatchOS 9. It kicks the SE out of the line, or not the SE, the uh, Series, three. Series 3 out love, of the lineup. I love that Series finally. 3 back in the day, but get it out of here. The best Apple Watch of its time like of its time it was amazing yeah. it's like oh this thing it brought the apple watch from pretty slow to a fast responsive device with cellular like it was a mind-blowing at the time but that time is long past. yeah it was it was the it was absolutely the first apple watch that was totally fast enough and you no longer had to complain about your watch being slow yeah until it's stuck until around for five years <laughs> five years yes uh and yeah that's that's it to say about the uh, se2 i mean if I think the price point's more swallowable than the two seventy nine, but still a little too high. I think I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, it would be great if it was one ninety nine. I think two forty nine is um, not objectively cheaper, but it feels cheaper in a way. Like than two seventy two seventy nine feels like oh, it's basically three hundred dollars. Two fifty feels a little easier to swallow for whatever reason. For me, at least, um, just the weird way numbers work, I guess. But I think it's decent. I think that without the always on screen, it's kind of it's really like the, the just the budget watch. Like if you want an Apple Watch, but just really can't justify the extra hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. Um, and the two seventy nine is um, the price point for the forty four millimeter. I'm looking now. Ah, um, uh, true. If you true. want cellular, it's three twenty nine. So three twenty nine is the highest you'll pay, uh, bands mm-hmm. excluded for that model. Um, yeah. Versus whatever. Yeah. So it does get much more expensive than the Series Eight. I mean, you're you're looking at. Um, five hundred for cellular and the bigger size, like so. There is a, a couple hundred dollar difference if you're looking at the bigger one. With there cellular, is, like, yeah, that's you know. true. That's true. But yeah, still, I mean, uh, I think that's it to say about that one. Um, let's go ultra. <laughs> let's go ultra. So, uh, my opening statement here is: Apple may have gotten me on a two watch cycle eventually um, with this ultra thing. Like I could see myself holding on to the series seven, my stainless steel golden one and use that for many, whatever, however long it feels good to use that for. 
and get this Ultra and be alternating every couple of years when I update both of these at some point. Um, I'm, I'm not getting the Ultra this year. Uh, I'm still okay. paying off my Series 7 that's on my monthly. I did the monthly plan, so I got another year to to like pay that all the way down. But the next year's Ultra, I could see myself getting the Ultra for like work, uh, like during the work day, and get, when I do run and hike and stuff, like I I kill my battery. Like I was at ten percent the day. There are many days I bring the watch charger to work and charge it up uh, midday. I can see this being interesting um, from that angle. And uh, it, but. You've seen in-person photos. This is not. I I would not think that this is not as pretty of a watch for social occasions. Like I, dressing this up with the Milanese loop is not like in the cards as much. Yeah, this. So I was one. That was the thing I was wondering going into this event. We knew this like new higher end watch was coming. Yeah, we didn't know if it was the Pro or the Ultra or the Extreme or the Explorer or like what it was going to be. But we knew there was some new watch with a new form factor. We had like CAD files yeah. showing and everything like and there's a side um, button, the new side button. Yeah, uh, a new what, side button. What's this all about? Yeah. But like, is this going to be aspiration? Like if you have more money, are you going to, of course, want this one? Or is this only for a niche? Mm-hmm. And I, it, se- it's, it seems like it's for a niche. I think yeah. a lot of people are interested in it today. Because it's new and exciting. <laughs> I think yeah. it's very much like the uh, Mac Studio last year or <laughs> earlier this year when the Mac Studio came out. Right. And everyone was like, I got to get that. And I was like, do you really want a desktop? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that I, it's new and shiny. People are excited for it. Um, but I, it definitely seems like it's aimed at re- people who are really pushing their Apple Watch past what it can do today and don't necessarily need it to look beautiful yeah. like it's not shiny there's no like stainless steel option it's yeah. all titanium um definitely utilitarian and which is a good material that's the old uh, edition material right or yep. a refined yep. version of that material exactly and like they showed it doing a lot of things that i would not use an apple watch for today even though the apple watch is great and like good for swimming and so i don't take mine in the ocean because the sp- I've experienced two times where Apple Care replaced it uh, because the speaker just stopped behaving as it should when you go with salt water in it. So I wonder if mm-hmm. they they're showing diving. I mean, they they mark it with surfboards uh, with the regular one, but I wonder if they did anything for salt water protection in this model that's different from past models. Mm. You think maybe question. because it's the whole product category of what this is for. <laughs> versus yep. being a side benefit of the other one. Um, the website has no references to saltwater. The closest I have is Goldman Sachs Bank Salt Lake City Branch, yeah. uh, which is probably not yeah, relevant it's to the product. Yeah, diving and stuff. <laughs> so that, that's the, like, you can go deep with this one, which you can't on the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm curious uh, how it holds up in saltwater without rinsing it off right away and being uber careful with it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a chunky boy. We've seen in-person photos. It... it and we saw it in the event, and it's like, oh, that looks kind of big, but, you know, they're kind of at a distance, like, in the product photography mm-hmm. on the website, it's like, oh, that looks a little thicker, but it looks like a big old Garmin, you know, as is what the market is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, the screen is four millimeters bigger than the previous biggest Apple Watch. The bands so, all work miraculously? <laughs> the bands do work. So I could put my shoddy uh, gold melodies loop with this thing. And it you could. Odd. <laughs> Yeah. Or you could get the new Alpine Loop and uh, throw that on your old watch. And... Yeah, what do you think about these new bands? I, like, I don't know how these would feel. Like, the swimming one looks curious with, like, the, the bubble holes and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
I was staring at them all day and didn't order one. <laughs> order I thought a about band. it. Just, just a, band. a band. Yeah. Yeah. I was, th- I was thinking, well, I'm not going to get the new watch. Um, cause I already got, I have a series seven. I'm very happy with it, yeah. but I was like, maybe I'll get a new band to kind of s- spice it up for the year. Um, and none of these are really exactly what I want. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're adventure they look, bands. Like they yeah, look they look good. They look good, but they I don't know if they would fit in with my watch. I mean, if I was going to get this, I, I would get the orange band. Like the the watch has like it's weird. There's like it's we're back to the red dot days. We got orange accent colors on this watch, mm-hmm. which I love. I do love the orange. It looks great, but it's a shame I just won't have this. This is the sort of thing that I would love to try for a week. Yeah, and I think it'd be a lot of fun. But I don't think I'm ready to spend eight hundred dollars on it. No, I, I do think I'm gonna try to get this next year for the Ultra Two, um, mm-hmm. and I wonder how they'll be branding this going forward. Like, yeah, right. I was wondering that too because it's not the Series Eight Ultra. No, it's the Apple Watch Ultra. Yeah. So is it gonna get updated next year? Oh, that's enough. That's curious. <sighs> I it don't know. Might not. Right, like this might not be a yearly thing. It could be like the SE, or it could be a huge hit, and they do update it every year because yeah. it sells crazy well. And why not update it uh, to keep up with the competition and all that? Yeah, I guess it'll it'll be interesting to see what they do. I could definitely see it being kind of like the SE, where it's an alternate model mm-hmm. and it's selling to people who don't necessarily need all the newest features. They need something that's sturdy and everything. So maybe it's not as imperative for them to update it every year. Yeah. I don't know. The product's like four hours old at this point, right. so, so <laughs> it's hard I, to say yeah. for sure. And the, so I'm in a running family, and I, mm-hmm. I have, there's, I'm surrounded with all these Garmin watches, and they always make fun of my Apple Watch, even though I think the tracking in most situations is just as good, and uh, I think the data deals it out. But I can finally yep. say to all these crazy Garmin people, this watch, it's got the it's got the two GPS radios. It's got this other thing. Like it's, 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 you know, Scott Jurek, this crazy ultra marathoner that I've heard of. Uh, like they, they've worked with like this thing is good to go for running. <laughs> like mm-hmm. uh, I can finally <laughs> say that and not be laughed at, you know, even though I uh, would think otherwise with the standard one, um, especially this year with all the, the stride and all that stuff they've added, like, uh, They've done a lot with the running stuff this year, um, so that uh, it's really cool. They're adding extra GPS radios and making it like they're going to get good data, even if you're in like Chicago Marathon or in a big city. Which um, I'm not in a big city anymore, but uh, when I was, uh, I'm trying to remember if that was an issue. <laughs> I might have been not realizing <laughs> it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they're advertising double the battery life, right? Yeah. So 18 hours on the normal one that the Apple Watch I think has always had from the start. Yeah. 36 on this one. 36. 60. 60 if you use the new low power mode. Which I'm so curious how they rate 60 on low power. Like, so if I turn low power mode on, which it sounds like it turns off the always on display and turns off mm-hmm. the automatic tracking, I wonder what else they're doing because if I'm listening to music for that time from airpods i know for a fact it's downloaded locally like if i do that from like outcast um i'm gonna kill a watch even with a screen off just because that's very power intensive for that watch or at least my watch mm-hmm. uh, i'm curious um what scenarios they rate this and how much it you if you're using um airpods and stuff it'll still last that long yeah so it uh, yeah, it definitely varies, I would bet. It, when you go into low-power mode, so low-power mode is available on, like, the Series 4 and newer, I think. Yeah. And is in the GM that does just it, released. Does it tell you what it's actually doing? 
Okay. It does. More than the iPhone, actually. So um, it says uh, low-power mode will turn off the always-on display. Mm -hmm. It will limit the sensors um, as well as disabling the cellular and Wi-Fi connections on the watch. So I think it's only doing the Bluetooth to your phone, maybe your AirPods. But no cell or Wi-Fi. Okay. Yeah, so okay. your background background heart rates measurement stop, the heart rate notification stop, yeah. um, irregular no, like rhythm, but if you blood do oxygen, workout, all that stuff. Track stuff in the workout. It'll still do workout tracking. Yeah, I I wish they did a, a data point on battery uh, for this uh, ultra. How long of a workout you can do? They said you could do like the triathlon, the Ironman, basically, and be fine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm curious on. What what hour? How how slow can you be at that workout to to finish it? Like, you know. So their website says that sixty hour number includes fifteen hours of working out, six hundred time checks, and a few minutes of using apps. Um, okay, but it does so it does fewer heart rate checks and GPS okay. readings while I've done a fifteen hour like. workout. Uh, I did a fifty mile race and finished just under the the cutoff time. Um, that was many years ago. Um, and uh, my Apple Watch did not make it through. I had an iPhone 6 Plus at the time, and mm. uh, I, was, um, it, I was using RunKeeper, and it made it until like two minutes after I finished the race. Like that <laughs> 6 Plus lasted uh, doing RunKeeper and streaming music or whatever to me. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 I guess this will do that and more, um, it sounds like. Um, yeah, this sounds this sounds pretty intense. So, so yeah, one, sixty yeah. hours includes fifteen hours of working out. Yeah, already. So yeah, you still have forty five hours of just normal use after yeah. that workout. <laughs> so uh, one thing I think I'd love with this watch, I'm always I'm always saying, brighter mm-hmm. always on display. <laughs> it sounds like it's even brighter. <laughs> I'm curious yeah. what that's like in practice. Like outside, is it like? super bright now like i mean it's the seven's good but i mean it's it's it can always be better i mean <laughs> yeah i mean i think the seven is already really good like there are times where i look down at my watch and i'm not sure immediately yeah indoors always especially. On mode? yeah indoors especially um and yeah i don't remember i don't i don't remember how much they said this is this can get uh, up to 2000 nits but i'm not sure what the always on display nits would be be i know it's variable depending on the setting less than 2000 i bet but yeah 2000 <laughs> uh, is kind of the max of this thing um that, that's pretty insane it's not gonna get 60 hours at that brightness <laughs> no it will not um one thing that's kind of just like um what do you call it it it's, it feels good to to see apple add this feature to this watch it's it's the night mode which I've, I'm not sure if I've talked to you about this before. I know I talked with Matthew Castanelli about this um, fact that on iOS, there is an accessibility feature to only display red colorings because at night, I'm trying to go to sleep and I don't want, like, even when you put your watch on the nightstand, if it's not at like 10%, it's going to be green. I don't want green. I want everything red so I can fall asleep easier. I want all the blue lights out of there and, um, there's accessibility feature on iOS that does this, but in the watch, there's no way to just like say make everything red until now. We got this night mode, and they acknowledge like at night, no blue lights. Let's just have it all red, and that's what this mode does. That's super interesting. Yeah, because in WatchOS nine, when you put your watch on the on a, the charger, the little like animation that shows you the time and the 
thing is red now. Only if your watch is at like 10% or 20% or lower, I think. I don't. Mm, I've I don't seen know, it. I don't know I've, 100%. Okay. Yeah, I've seen but, it when it goes higher, uh, be green again. Or, okay. Yeah. So yeah. I should I should double check. My watch is never that low, and I was like, "Why is it red?" Okay, maybe <laughs> but, they did change it in one of the later betas. But yeah, I could have sworn I w- I sleep with my most time, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, even when I'm using the nighttime mode, like it is, there's not much text. It's like I wish I could make that red LEDs instead of little white LEDs and the blue uh, sleep icon. Like I want everything red, and mm-hmm. it's and uh, I guess there's a mode. I would love if this would just be a feature of the OS. Um, I'm not sure what's special about it in this version of the watch to enable that. And yeah, I got to look at the like video it's... more as to how it's enabled on this watch. I'm not sure if there's some like special thing, this the action button or something. Yeah, I think it's just the Wayfinder watch face, but maybe there's something else here that's specific. Yeah, I mean, it looks like uh, in the video, I thought like they enabled night mode and he was going through the whole um, watch in that, that manner. And it looked like there's some toggle for it. Um, but maybe it is just that watch face. So, yeah, um, I'm curious about that. And they actually um, they down, they actually made it worse in this latest uh, OS. Like, they, uh, they used to use, like, uh, I think it was the modular face or something. And, uh, like, you could just have a very simple red watch face. And mm-hmm. um, they changed it so it would display as a white time or something with, with the color options. Like, it was a little bit of a downgrade with uh, as far as the mm-hmm. red stuff. Um, but anyways... I love that nighttime is here, and that's another great feature of this watch, um, which I just really appreciated. So outside of that, um, yeah, uh, it's a big chunky boy, and we got this action button, which uh, you can assign shortcuts to, evidently. Yeah, and like apps can assign shortcuts to it as well, it sounds like. Yeah, it's programmable in yeah, every sense of the word, which this seems very cool. Like I could see a way of designing an app entirely with buttons and this, the digital crown um, where you're using the act, you're scrolling list, you use action one to confirm. Maybe like if you could have a water, like you're in the water and you could use your watch hypothetically, if they design this properly, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's, that's kind of the demos that they showed. They showed someone scuba diving and like, um, I forgot what they did, but they, they're yeah. like, it's meant to be used with gloves in a way that the current buttons right. really don't work they super do well. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I would love if they open up the speaker to be used for audio playback in this model. I know it'll kill your battery. I wonder how good that speaker is. I, I would love to just like <laughs> listen to some podcasts with my watch without any AirPods in. Yeah. You well, that speaker, battery now. Yeah. yeah. That speaker can do some audio, right? Like it can read out things yeah and like voice like you can take a phone call with just the speaker yeah yeah but you can't listen to music or you can't like no that. i've had a couple glitches where it comes out it's like oh <laughs> but i knew you could do it <laughs> yeah uh yeah, there's got this uh it's got the siren speaker yeah, as well so you don't need to bring your whistle i guess as much which i mean hikers do you bring your whistle mm-hmm. um that yeah it seems like a nice little thing I like it, yeah. I mean, yeah. this kind of continues the trend of this entire episode, or not episode, geez, um, this entire presentation being about safety. Like, yeah. very big safety presentation. Very much so, yeah. And, For um, every product. Yeah. And then uh, there's this depth gauge, uh, really, the scuba dive. So if you go uh, at a certain point, your watch will know you're underwater, and it'll, I guess, change if you're not using the scuba diving app to this. It looks like a watch face i guess maybe that shows how deep you are 
Um, the temperature of the water, which I love that. I wish when I went for a swim, and maybe the new watches will do that, Series 8, there's a temperature sensor thing. I would love if when you finish your workout in the ocean or a pool, mm-hmm. it has the temperature of the water was this. Um, yeah, you would, you would think they could do that. And it's now. interesting they actually give you the temperature of the water because for your body, they don't give you the temperature. But that external thing, they are more confident it would appear in hmm. that data, right? Yeah. Interesting. It, it, yeah. Uh, it's, that's, it's curious. Yeah. That's very, very, very interesting. I have no idea what that is. But yeah, that was uh, <laughs> was one of those things where I was like, I'm never going to go scuba diving. This is not for me at all. That app is cool, though. <laughs> Maybe I should get the ultra. Maybe I should go scuba diving. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could see, I could see on a vacation, like let's go do a scuba diving, like one hundred and one thing, and like mm-hmm. try it, try it out, and then I got the yeah. watch. I don't know. I, I actually, I think like all the technology reviewers at like big publications, you know, Joanna like, Stern is going scuba diving. She's, she's, she's about to make like a crazy request to, <laughs> to her bosses to be like, send me out here. Let me, I'm, I'm going scuba diving. Yep. Totally. Um, that app won't be out by review season though. I don't think. Oh so, no. Yeah. Um, the compass, which we're getting on the older watches, this new compass app is brilliant. Uh, I haven't played with this, but this this was great. Um, that's one thing you can use the action button for is set your current waypoint or whatever. So you'll be able to set like here's where my car is, here's where the the camping ground here, uh, here's where maybe my water source is. You can set all these different waypoints, and there's like an automatic version when you go off the grid, like you lose cell phone coverage or something. It'll know when you're in the middle of nowhere and <laughs> just start tracking things to where you came from that maybe had cell phone coverage and it'll kind of like guide you with like walk this way to get back on track to where you were and mm-hmm. i love this because um many years ago when i lived in california i went hiking a lot and uh, i got lost at least once <laughs> uh this would have been handy back then yeah yeah this is this is incredibly rad and, and like you said coming to older watches i don't know exactly which ones but it is on the Series 7. I'm using it right now. And it's like all here. Like you can set waypoints. I don't know if it does like the automatic, like when you drop off cell coverage, does it do a thing? Uh, probably not because it doesn't yeah. have the satellite stuff. But it does let you set waypoints and you can like use it to orient yourself and like start walking towards the points that you created and everything. Like it's it's pretty rad. Yeah, it. it I just... It, it's so smart like it's like oh this is smart and the compass app has always been kind of like okay kind of a joke but now it's like oh this is kind of useful now mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean they added elevation a couple years ago and that was good but like yeah as far as i can tell all the things they showed in the presentation for the ultra is in the old watches too which is cool yeah it's super rad and um i'm still trying to visualize 49 millimeters and how big this thing is and what are the, have you taken a look at these new watch faces and how good are is the extra screen space in these watch faces? Yeah, it's a good question. It looks I mean it looks huge <laughs> in like people in the hands-on area posting like pictures and videos of it side by side uh with the series 8 and it's 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 a chunker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the watch faces have really been changed. I think it, they're just larger. Okay. Is the impression I got? Yeah. 
And there's there are new ones like that Wayfinder watch face that I'm reading the description now. You turn the crown and it turns in the night mode kind of thing. So I'm not sure. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah, and the the face is twice as bright as any other Apple Watch. Um, so 1,000 nits was the prior highest. So um, I'm super curious to see how that always on display looks. I mean, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's that's bananas. The uh, if that's if two if it's two thousand nits peak, that's the same peak as the new iPhone iPhone yep. fourteen Pro. Mm-hmm. And on the marketing site for that, they say a display that's two times brighter than the sun. So <laughs> either you should absolutely not look at the screen <laughs> at full brightness, <laughs> or their marketing is a little a little aggressive. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, on the phone, the challenge is it overheats and then it can't be that that brightness outside, which Casey Liss has um, lamented often. So we'll see if they addressed yep. that in this new in this phone. On the watch, that, so. that's not really an issue because it, it, uh, it when you're outside, it goes to the full brightness and it doesn't overheat in the way the watches mm-hmm. do. Um, the speakers regarding that, um, it's dual speakers, I guess, in this new one. So it, it's I guess it's they're advertising it that is better. Um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Two times better. Yes. <laughs> right. And then, um, yeah, um, trying to just kind of look over anything we may have missed with this one. I want it. I mean, I can't justify this right now. Um, but I do want yeah. this thing. Yeah. I want it as a novelty. I, 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 I and I said, I, I do want this as a secondary watch. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see I, I will have a world where I have two Apple Watches that are in different update cycles. I can see that being a mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause like it, and like it would be of a real benefit as far as like my series seven is kind of banged up. The screen's good, but the sides, like through work, they're scratched. Like I work mm-hmm. at a place that they get scratched up. I'm just I, I'm being careful, but like it's bound to happen one of these days and it, it ha it, after the first one it's like Okay, this is scratch. So yeah, what, what the heck? I mean, so in this future where I have two, like I, I wear this uh, the titanium um, extreme one to things that are more prone to that happen, and then my series seven or whatever it is at that time can stay nicer. So I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I could see this world. My <laughs> yeah, my. I'm not sure how others in my life would feel about that, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a tough one to explain. <laughs> it is. Like, why do you have two Apple Watches? One's my fancy. I, I one's my, one's my fancy. I have a day watch and night watch. <laughs> all the bands that, work, thankfully. I mean, that's... Think of all the money we're saving by not buying new bands. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I work toward... I, you know, I'm working towards America. Let me start running again in more <laughs> regularity. Um, the track thing... It's interesting. It's coming soon, not in the original release of this. Um, detects when you arrive at a track and uses both Apple Maps data and GPS to provide the most accurate pace, distance, and route map. So curious about this. Like, is it is it building a database of racing tracks, or is it detecting that I'm running in circles? Like, it's a, there's this interface for choosing the lanes, so you can say, oh, I'm in the exterior lane or the middle lane. It's super really? smart, because... Huh. I've done racetrack runs and like it'd be nice if that was even more accurate through that. Yeah, I, I could see why those I mean, I don't run into track, but yeah. it makes sense that uh the GPS might get confused when yeah. you're just going in circles. Yep. And not give you an accurate measurement. And it it'd be nice to tell it, oh, I'm in the, the interior track so it can make smart deductions based off that information. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but I, I'm curi- I like, yeah, I'm curious um, how it's detecting this. Like, is it detecting it mid-run or like it's a place I go often and it knows, oh, we know it's a track at this point in your... Yeah, it, sound, it would only be useful, I think, if it detected when you were at a track and like prompted you before you started. Before, yes. Because I can't imagine someone goes to a track and is like, I'm going to start running now, but I'm not going to start my workout. I'm going to wait. <laughs> Like you're gonna start it right away. It's weird that do, you can't just start yeah. as a workout type, like track run almost. But I guess they're trying to be smarter than that. It's very strange. Yeah, I feel like you would want to. Yeah, like even if it could to tell you're at a track by like using Apple Maps data to like detect like that looks like a track. Yeah, you would think it would ask you, okay, how big is the track, and then you'd be able to like determine things based on that. But well, most tracks there's a regulation size, I believe. Um, okay. I think it's four laps per mile. I'm not sure if there's a different standard in different countries. Okay. I'm revealing how little I go to tracks to run. Which yeah. Is never. <laughs> I've, yeah, for one of the races I did, I did train at like a high school track because I used to live across the street from a high school. And during winter, I would train on the track because I don't have to worry about snow and crap. And I could be close to my apartment if I want to bail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I've done the thing that, um, some people have called me crazy for i would do like a six hour run around a track like just listen to the podcast and zoning out in a very cathartic way <laughs> yeah it's too much running <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah that was a lot um the other thing this watch can do is operate at negative 20 degrees celsius to 55 degrees celsius which i don't know what that is uh as far as temperature but yeah i'm curious how the current apple watches um stand up to the temperature thresholds they're talking about here yeah it's negative four fahrenheit apparently okay which is cold that's cool and i've worn my i've worn my watch in that weather before so yeah maybe it wouldn't last forever maybe not i've had airpods freeze in that sort of weather <laughs> yeah like they just they just stop working the battery just like freezes up <laughs> yeah oh and the other super smart thing about the scuba thing i'm re-watching some stuff is the telling you when to s- stop going up when you're like getting out of the water oh, yeah the decompression mm-hmm. thing like that's cool um, yeah lots of smart things in this uh presentation we'll get to the iphone stuff but like a lot of things you're like that's a very clever way to do uh what they're, what they're doing yeah super smart um okay i think that's it for that i guess you can use the ar sensors on your phone to look at the ultra <laughs> in person sort of ah uh. I that is actually that. the. I might f- do that later. Just, just. That's see. the very first thing. I might see it next to my current Apple Watch and just like, oh, that thing's big. Yeah, it, I think it's gonna scare you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the trade values are so depressing on Apple right now. It's like these are just not. They should be more <laughs> for like phones yeah. and stuff. I think my mini was like, you can get three hundred dollars for your top line twelve mini. It's like okay. I'm oh really? Doing, I'm not doing that. I was actually really impressed with the trade in for the thirteen pros the i got pros. 13 pro max okay yeah the minis and, they don't value at all it's uh, very disrespectful well yeah. they did discontinue it they they did they're um, like it did not work <laughs> did not work uh yeah let's talk about that when we get to the phones um yeah let's uh jump to airpods uh briefly here yeah uh, i love my airpods pro i use them every day i also use them my maxes every day and mm-hmm. um there are some little things they can improve and it seems they've done a lot of those little things yeah it really seems like a product that they understand how people use them yeah, and made really smart um, improvements to a product that like on the face of it is kind of just 
in its ultimate form already. Like right. how many more things can you do to a pair of earbuds? <laughs> but the improved uh, like um, noise reduction is obviously great. Uh, this is already the... awesome. Like I've I've used that on the plane. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, that's good. Yeah, um, surprisingly good air for conditioners. Like that's that's great. Um, the adaptive transparency, I think, will be kind of mind blowing because uh, I think I'll use transparency mode more if it would be quiet when it should settle down when I'm passing like construction, um, or if I'm, mm. or if I'm in like a loud truck or something. I I imagine it might be like it might. It, I, my hope with adaptive transparency is it can kind of like shape the world around me to be you know pleasing and i can still hear what i'm trying to hear like a, an apple version of the world around me <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah no i like kind of like a sound like the sound check feature for my tunes yeah someone's mixing like just, the world on normal exactly yeah, someone's mixing the world for me mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it sounds great yeah um i also really like the uh volume controls the swipe controls you can I, do yeah so when they announced this feature i was like expletive came out of my mouth because like they're getting rid of the awesome clicky button it's like no they're not they're adding mm-hmm. a swipe in addition to the great like mm-hmm. digital button thing that i that that was one of the biggest improvements over the original airpods like that tapping thing was ridiculous and a real button works and the swipe is that's a nice addition yeah mm-hmm yeah, I've used like Samsung earbuds that have the are touch only, and they're not very good. And there's they're prone to like false positives. So the button, the physical button, or I, it's, it's probably not physical. It's probably the haptic, haptic <laughs> thing. But anyway, that the squeeze good. thing is is pretty good. And then just swiping to do volume controls is awesome because like because you can use like, that thing with gloves on, uh, the click. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. Depends on the gloves you have. My, I have, I have big beefy gloves. Oh, sometimes I don't work with them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was like the one time I missed the the like slam your head. To... <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> that that worked better with big winter gloves on. But yeah, in every other case, much prefer the new ones. And forty eight kilohertz audio for SharePlay, which is weird. It says for SharePlay. I guess maybe SharePlay had lower fidelity. We did we get the like we didn't get the lossless. Um, wireless thing at all? No lossless. No, I'm not sure that's feasible. Yeah, they're saying they that was coming. Um, better battery life uh, because of the new chip. I guess it's mm-hmm. part of this new. It's part of the new Bluetooth standard. I think that they're okay. using here. Yeah, and then the case I think is a big upgrade too. Yeah, uh, it's got speakers. It has speakers which don't play music, although if it's a portable <laughs> boombox, that'd be cool. But <laughs> that'd be hilarious, right? <laughs> But great for find like finding it when you lose it. Totally. Um, and then the uh, the little lanyard hook yeah. is on there, which is great. This reminds me of of the days of iPods where they would do some kind of lanyard stuff. Yeah, exactly. That iPod with the like little corner cutout. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So the other thing, uh, Apple Watch charging of the case. Yes. Brilliant. And when I saw that, immediately I said, "Why can't I use that with my little twelve mini?" I mean, I get it because like it's a much bigger surface that they want to spread the heat out over. But mm-hmm. it'd be nice if I just pop my phone on top of. Uh, I get it. I mean, especially ridiculous with Pro Max and stuff. Uh, how big those things are. But <laughs> do you want to charge your phone in four days? <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh gosh. 
I, yeah, no, that was, yeah. that was cool. I've, I've tried to do it before. I was like, this maybe this works, right? This, <laughs> right. They're, they're kind of the same shape, and how does it know, really? But it doesn't work. So this is, this is cool. Nice. One of those things that's just nice in a pinch. Yeah. Since it did not get USB-C, it doesn't look no. like it's still lightning. So I wish we could swap. I wish I could buy this case and just pop my old AirPods into this thing. Um, yeah, can you not do that? Because I did that with the uh, normal AirPods. They had like the new... New AirPods Gen Two, but then they had the the case. You could buy just the case. Yeah, for that the had wireless charging. Edition, I think. Yeah, or not MagSafe, just Qi charging. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, not doing that this time. No, nope. gotta buy the new ones. Yeah, which I'm not going to do anytime soon because I just replaced mine um, earlier this year because I had them destroyed um, <laughs> and a trash yeah. compactor. Um, Good lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I'm set until they start dying. I think. Um, Does Apple Care cover that? Um, well, it was at the town dump, so they would have, I think, covered it if they were retrievable, but they weren't retrievable, mm. sadly. Okay, if you could have brought them into the Apple Store, and, yes, like, covered in <laughs> grime and Be com- old fruit and stuff. To a yeah, tiny cube. yeah, it's like, here they are. <laughs> but no. Um. Oh, and that, this is the the one of the new products has a U1 chip. A very rare product that has the directional location thing, which is great. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure. Is that only in the case or is it in the I AirPods themselves? I think it's the case, but okay. I, I'm ready to be proven wrong. I think you're right. And I guess the emoji I... engraving is new on the case. I think okay. Is... I think that that was new with the uh, last AirPods update last year, okay. maybe. Yeah. So this wider case. And uh, six hours of listening time up from four. Um, so mm-hmm. that's cool. I never yep. run into that issue really because I mostly listen with AirPods one at a time. And after the four hours are done, it's, I just swap them out. Um, but that's nice. Yeah. It's good for longevity too. It is. Yeah. So two years down the road, you'll have four hours instead of six. Yeah. Or 35 minutes instead of 20. <laughs> yeah. And uh, conversational conversation boost is a feature I'm seeing here as well. Um, might be part of that adaptive transparency thing that helps hearing conversations or something. Um, it was part of their splash screen at the very end of the keynote. Um, okay. I took screenshots yeah, yeah. and <laughs> I always find those helpful. Um, and then there's an extra small size, which I always use the extra large size. So. I don't really. Ah, yeah. See, the last one didn't fit quite in my ears, and I think it was because the small was even too big. So this actually might make. Okay. Fit. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, use... Use, I use a third party thing. Yeah. Mm, okay, that might be a nice thing. I currently use the regular AirPods because they fit in my ear perfectly. Oh, okay. You're regular right AirPods guy. Okay. But I do miss the noise cancellation specifically when I'm like walking through the wind, which yeah. apparently I do a lot because the wind really gets in there in a way it does. That I didn't really. Are you appreciate. a AirPods two or three person? Three. Okay. So they fit you well with those. Yeah, they fit unbelievably well. I could wear them for hours. They don't hurt. Like for me, like I know people have like they're like, these don't fit in my ears at all. They're perfect for me. <laughs> have you noticed with Watch OS nine, the algorithm for the loud sensor on the watch seems to go off a lot more when I'm washing my hands in other situations that should know better about than in the past. I don't know if it's I have, yeah. I, I have not noticed this. Okay, okay. I'm not sure if it's just like me. I, I have no idea if it's real or not. You know, one of those situations. 
And uh, that's AirPods Pro 2. They're 249 They replace AirPods Pro 1, and AirPods Pro 1 no longer exists. Uh, you can't buy them. And all the other AirPods exist at the same price points, I believe. Yeah, yeah no, no changes elsewhere. Yeah. So, But good update. Very good update. And now we get to the phones. Um, any opening statements on the phones here? <laughs> Ooh, yes. Okay. My opening statement is... I'm very excited for the hole punch, yeah. which I forgot their fancy name oh, for. Oh, the magical eyelid. What is this? The eyelid device? Uh, <laughs> the, the, yeah, I, I laughed out loud when they said the name at first. Di- but Dynamic Island. Dynamic the Island. XFLTV yeah, lo- uh, reality uh, show out there. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I lost it. But I'm a huge fan of the hole punch on Android phones. I think yeah. it's, better, it's better than the notch, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Sure. But the criticism that I always hear is... What's the difference? It's just taking up the same amount of vertical pixels. Who cares if you can see a couple pixels above it and a few more on the right and left? Like it's not giving you any more vertical space. So who cares? Just give me a notch. It's fine. I'm used to it. But they took advantage of the space. They took advantage of the extra space on the right and left of it um, so that they can display notifications. So that all the like normal animations for like Face ID and Apple Pay and stuff all come down from there and animate back into it when they're done. And it's interactive you can tap like the timer thing that's in the island Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. like it feels like feels like it's one big display so this is the thing i was delighted so i guess i was delighted when i saw what they this this island thing it's like i i i love the mini size i hate that this is like a pro only thing and there's no small version of this like Man, mm. this looks great. Like it looks awesome. Like I yeah. would love to have an island instead of my notch on my mini. This thing looks like mm-hmm. a vast improvement over your usability and just enjoyment of the phone. Yeah. I mean, this could end up being the touch bar and in like a year or two we're like this was actually stupid. But I I feel confident that it's going to be good. Like I never set timers on my phone right now. I always yeah. use them on my watch right. because they can show I can see them on my watch face. Yeah, I can totally. see how much time is left. And now I can do that on the phone too. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's taken anything away, right? Like right. nothing is going away. It's not like we're, they took away the function row and added the screen. Like they reduced the number of pixels taken up by the notch. They mm-hmm. added some more information. Like when you're on a call, it'll show you the call and the duration. And maybe you can hang up from there instead of yeah. just showing you the green circle at the top that you have to like go and interact with. So like, I think it's going to be really, really good. But it was like one of those things where I was like, oh, this is like Apple at their best. This is them doing something that other people have done but doing it better and in a way that none of us predicted there was like a mock-up or like a couple, of like just like oh privacy info will be there it's like oh, yeah they like they'll put the little green dot and the little orange dot there to show your microphone is running but no, no no they're doing something way more and much better than we expected yeah this i was just it's like whoa this is delightful <laughs> this is just great i mean this yeah i mean they're, they're, it's smart like why make this change this is why you make that change. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, constraints are constraints lead to creativity. Like, and there's some shot. sensor they could get under the screen. So, mm-hmm. um, was it the like the proximity sensor? I think, um, which makes it that yeah, they don't need a ton of space for the sensors they have now to make this happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it looks great. There's none of like the weird like like some Android phones like put some stuff behind the screen, but it's kind of like there's like a checkerboard over it. So you, you can kind of still see it. Um, they're not doing that. Like it's a chunky hole punch, but I mean with the phone thing, 
on. I'm looking at that notification. It's it's it looks like it's a big screen now. Like it looks like the iPad Pro with yeah. smaller bezels where it's all screen. They've sort of done it. I mean, in yeah. many uses of your phone, it will look like there is no anything. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> They've integrated it into the software in a way that it doesn't feel like a compromise. Yeah. I will say I hate how they showed movies and video sh- or TV shows with the pill cut out. I know I'm sure there's a setting to unzoom that, but it just looked bad having like a pill mm. cut out of a movie when you're watching stuff on the phone. I'm sure that's a setting you can tap out of. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's how it is now, and they just don't want to show the black bars on the side for yeah. marketing shots. It just looks would... like that. I would never watch video that way. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, the, you can you can do that with right now with the notch, right? You, like can. you can just like pinch to zoom. But I and... think with by default with the notch, they would zoom out. I'm curious if the default is zooming in now. Yeah, well, because iOS has like the concept of safe areas, right? Yeah. So like you have the safe area where, um, like they have that for the for Safari on the web and everything. They've got it for apps as well. I wonder if the safe area stops at the hole punch or if it goes all the way to the top of the screen. I bet you it goes to the hole punch, but yeah, I don't know yet. Right. And um, I love how like some stuff can go pretty far down. Like Face ID, it'll just like let's let's take up some more room. Like it, it it's really variable as far as how much size uh, mm-hmm. the stuff will work with and take. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's that's the thing is like it starts at that tiny size and it'll expand out to the sides to do little things. But it can also get super big if you want to show like like you said, face ID or if it's a like uh, expanding a persistent notification for like a sports score. Yeah. Flight tracker or Uber ride or whatever. And I got to say the purple and the pro looks better than the purple on the regular 14, which is a first for colors in my book that the, the regular colors have always looked better. And this time we got deep purple on the pro one, and we got the light uh, thing that I would expect from the pro on the, the regular one. So that's a win. <laughs> yeah. So I would encourage everyone listening to not order the purple one because I want to get it day yes, one. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't delay my order. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah. Yeah. It looks yeah. great. <laughs> um. As as far as the regular fourteen. Uh, it's mm-hmm. funny that they said the same starting price. It's you removed an option for the starting price, and I mean technically that's right, but um, it, it seems it is a hundred dollars more expensive than the old uh, lowest end uh, starting price. That's that's true. You could probably take them to court over. Uh, oh technically, yeah. Technically, <laughs> your, old, your old website said the thirteen started at the mini price. It's true. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there were rumors prices were going up. That was a currency thing uh, globally mm-hmm. that's accurate. But in the United States, where the dollar is strong, it is staying the same starting price. Yeah, um, yeah. It's always it's always interesting that just a random thing that I I, I keep thinking about is um, with rumors. Like sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong, but sometimes they're just a little wrong. Like they <laughs> yes. had, it's it's the right thing, but they like they didn't have all the information. So like prices are going up. We see the U.S. prices; they didn't go up, but they did overseas. Um, we saw like the mock-up of the the pill is going to have those toodle dots for like microphone and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. and it's not that, but it's similar to that. Similar to that, yes. The, the satellite thing was going to be a thing last year. Like Mark Gurman said, it was going to be last year. It wasn't last year. They probably just didn't get the deals done or whatever. Yeah. Now it's this year, so he, it was right. It just wasn't right on the timeline we thought it might be. So I just think it's an interesting yeah. thing. Like these rumors that we think are wrong. 
are sometimes sort of right, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm curious about the Sally thing. If uh, the watch will get that in the next iteration of the the Ultra Watch um, built mm-hmm. in. I'm curious on that one. Uh, I have no idea how much how power hungry that is, or how big the sensors are for that. Um, the yeah. radios are, I mean. Uh, well, they were, they were talking about on the uh, the iPhone, like the, the way that a lot of people solve it is with like those giant antennas that like pull up and everything. Yeah. And obviously, they're not going to do that on the iPhone, no. so they had to do something to make it fit in an iPhone. Yeah. Their uh, in, in, their engineers are probably just screaming at the idea of doing it in a watch. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, so. This is uh, one of the features I could sell, um, I think, uh, family members on why you'd want to upgrade. Because So we have a spot GPS tracker device thing. And mm-hmm. it has expensive service that we activate from time to time. And we have I don't think we've once gotten that thing to work. Like, it's a oh, dedicated no. device for the satellite communication. And we're outside, perfectly clear... <laughs> line of sight it it is crap like it never works like this it sounds it actually give you some like direction like turn this way like that sounds great because like let's line this thing up and make it work and it's so smart how it will like prompt you with some questions about what's going on and like when you're connected it'll beam all that stuff up like mm-hmm. um was there ability to iMessage people at all with some of that data as well, or is it purely these uh, these like rescue squads? Like, I'd love to like I need rescued from my family instead of like an expensive rescue. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't. It wasn't totally clear to me. They what mentioned it was. Find My would update, but there's no way to like in Find My say, "Come get me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Find My was. I think what they implied was Find My will add your location so people can see you. Yes, but there's no like have help. to know that you need help. Yeah, I'm curious about that. Um, but this looks super well implemented, and I could see the selling iPhone 14s, and mm-hmm. no question um, for sure. Um, uh, interesting. Uh, it's free for two years. After that. We're not sure what uh, how much Apple's uh, service uh, revenue yeah. needs at Mump or not. Yeah, maybe they don't know either, and they want to find out. <laughs> well, they want to find out probably the usage of this thing, and like, mm-hmm. yeah, because like a lot of these services, it's a good fifteen bucks a month just for this like chance you might need this service kind of thing. Like, I wonder yeah. what price points they'll go here because I, I wouldn't. Uh, you know, five bucks a month uh, would not be terrible, but like anything more, I'd start questioning. Do I need this every month? Yeah, is it a part of Apple One even, like that sort of thing? Yeah, right. Um, because yeah, I mean, a lot of people do live in the middle of nowhere and <laughs> don't get great service, and I wonder how this expands over the years to include iMessage and other features. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was interesting how they're like we can compact this message uh, in different ways. Like, yeah, they've thought this through. Oh no! Yeah, it lo- it looks it looks really rad. A thing that I a homebody like me probably doesn't need, but it'll be good to have it there, I suppose. Yeah, in a pinch. Yeah. That's how all these things work, right? Oh Most yeah. Most people don't need them, but in the apocalypse, you, do, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, we do go hiking a fair bit, and there are many times where there's just no signal. Like I've got the little S, and even where um, so, some of my family lives, like the only carrier you get out there is U.S. Cellular. 
Verizon, mm-hmm. T-Mobile, AT&T, no service. So, like, I do f- go frequently enough to places that you literally don't have any service at all. Like, uh, it's not a mm-hmm. thing out there. So, um, America's hard to cover, I guess. So, um, <laughs> this will be great. Um, and then uh, the low-light stuff. They have this new... Um, processing mode that lets them deal with photos in their uncompressed state to get more data out of it. And it's doing this in an A15 chip as well, which makes me wonder, why doesn't the 13 get this retroactively if they figure this out? It's a great question. <laughs> and you're going to have to take it up with marketing, probably. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> but yeah, it sounds like they just rearranged the pipeline a little bit to mm-hmm. just change the order of operations. It's kind of like a Photoshop filter. Like you've got like your filters on top of it. You just like shift the order that they're implemented. Um, yep. and this should help. But yeah, the cameras look like an, a really good upgrade. Like the 13 was a solid update, but kind of nothing major. But like yeah. I feel like the uh, the up- all three cameras on the Pro got an upgrade. Yeah. And I think they all addressed the exact problem that I have with them. So I'm really encouraged that they're going to be a meaningful update. The problem being light performance for any of the ones that aren't the standard one. The yeah, the telephoto they specified gets much more light in. Uh, the wide angle, the norm like the normal lens gets uh, has 48 megapixels. That's so been down to 12, but you can use all 48 if you shoot in pro raw. And then the ultra wide is they don't say exactly how, but they say it will be crisper. Um, yeah, and I feel like the ultra wide kind of is the one that needs the extra resolution because even though it can look really good. Like it's just showing you physically more space. So more pixels would be good, but if they can make it a little sharper, um, that would be really nice. So I, I'm really excited. And these, these are chonkers. Like they're taking up more than half the <laughs> horizontal size of the, uh, the back of the phone. So they'd better be good. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as, yeah, I guess we'll jump back and forth between pro and the regular one. Uh, I love that with the Pro one, with the Pro Raw, they make it more like it's using all 64 megapixels. I love that because, like, in the past, it was like, I get this raw thing, same megapixels. This seems like a differentiating feature. Like, I can get huge freaking photos that are 64 megapixels versus mm-hmm. the standard ones that are through the pipeline. It seems like a more of a reason to go with the Pro Raw, in my mind. I, th- I think so. Yeah, because I stopped shooting Pro Raw with uh, my iPhones previously. I, I shoot Raw like on my like like big camera and everything, but I never do it on the iPhone because the files are too big and they do a little processing to it. So I'm actually excited about this new processing thing they do. But the additional resolution I think is huge, especially in like good light, where all of those pixels are going to be lit up really well and you're going to get a really good image. Like, yeah, it's really exciting because 48 me- megapixels is a lot. Like, <laughs> it's a lot. I wonder how big each photo is. I'm curious on that one. Yeah, I I don't even I don't even want to know. Like my I have a Canon R6 that I use for YouTube videos, but it also shoots photos, and it's 20 megapixels. So 48 is uh. Oh, it's significant. <laughs> it's massive. I'm looking at a so a shot from the EOS R6 is eight megabytes. So that's actually not bad. Okay. But these these will probably be like the 40 megapixels is a lot more. So they're gonna be big. But yeah, they showed an example of uh, like a helicopter shot or a fr- from on Hawaii and being able to zoom in and it still looks mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah. Well, and that's that's the thing too is now that you can crop in. 
2x zoom is suddenly usable again mm. which really annoyed me with the 13 that there was no 2x you had 1x and 3x but 2x was just a crop in on the 1x sensor and it looked bad yeah <laughs> but that's a very useful uh focal length to use so it was it's good to see that that's going to look nice again and they said i mean again it's marketing speak but they <laughs> said that it should look even better than the actual like 2x lens that we had previously so yeah we shall see and uh video um the cinematic thing you can do 4k at 24 or 30 yeah which that seems like that should be the baseline where that feature is so that's that was, we're there yeah. yeah that was a layup they had to do it <laughs> and that's just is that just the pro model is that right no that the 14 got it as well oh an a15 chip did that uh, too huh yep well huh. i think it, it sounds like the 14 might have the same a15 as the 13 pros there was a the difference? 13 yeah so the 13s huh. So the iPhone 13 had uh-huh. the A15. The iPhone 13 Pro had the A15. Same name, but it had like an extra GPU core and maybe a little extra, oh. um, like uh, what's the like the ProRes process? Like yeah. there, there's a little extra stuff in the okay. 13 Pro, um, which is why it had cinematic mode and the other one didn't and that sort of thing. Um, the um, well, the 13 Mini has cinematic mode. It might have a better version of cinematic slightly. Maybe it's maybe it's not. Maybe cinematic mode wasn't exclusive. But whatever features, that yeah, the, the, there were some camera features some that I can't stuff. think of right now yeah, that yeah. was exclusive to the pros. Okay, that the thirteen didn't have. So I want, those might have come down. I wonder if um like pro, I can't imagine the pro uh, raw went down to the fourteen this time around. I think that's still exclusive. I think it's exclusive to the pro, just because it's a pro thing. The um. The thing that looks, I think more people will get more out of this video feature this year is the you're running and taking a video and it's mm-hmm. stabilizing. That looks great and something I think people don't, I don't think use cinematic mode that much. I think this will be just a, you're running up to your kids, you're capturing them on video. I think everyone's mm-hmm. going to get use out of this. I think that's yeah a a win. And yeah, it's done I in think... Dolby Vision HDR, like it's good quality too. Hmm. I think this is. I, I'm, I'm. I'll be curious to see how it works as a, a mode. I think it would be really great if this was just built into the normal video capture. I think Absolutely. that's how it goes mainstream. Like it just needs to be. It just needs to figure out that your camera's shaking a lot, and it should level it out for you. And if in you're real pro, time. maybe there's a little nod, like live photos. You can like maybe turn it off. Yeah, live maybe. photos, night mode. You can toggle it off when it kicks in. Like night yeah. mode, like when it's dark, like the icon appears. Mm-hmm in the interface when it's light it's not there it could be the same thing here yeah that's that's what i would say and maybe that is how it works i haven't actually seen it in action (laughs) yeah yeah Um, i do agree with you that it's more useful to more people than cinematic mode which i think is better than people give it credit for but it's still not that useful yeah i don't (laughs) have a phone to test that with quite yet um it's better than portrait mode 1.0 for sure okay i'm um so hmm a little bit of uh, confusing. I'm looking at battery life here. A little mm-hmm. confusing uh, that they say the 14 plus is um, I the best battery life ever on an iPhone. Uh, it says 26 hours of uh, video playback mm-hmm. um, with the plus. How, how all of us use on, our phone on the max? Hours. Well, yeah, on the max it's 29 hours, but sure they is. advertise the plus as the best iPhone ever. I don't understand Mm-mm. this at all because i i thought maybe it was like the 10r year where 
the cheaper phone had the better battery life. Um, not the case, it would appear. The only thing I can see is the Plus has five hours extra audio playback. The okay. Pro gets 95 and the 14 Plus gets 100. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's the best argument it, I have. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's an, yeah. Uh, always on display that we'll talk about a little bit. Doesn't seem to cut into it. Like, I thought maybe that was it. Oh, maybe the always on display is cutting its usable life down from the, the Plus, but mm. maybe not. Um, but yeah, it's a, either way, you're getting more than a full day where you're not sleeping of use out of these big chonking phones. Um, yeah, I mean, if it's anything, I guess I could see what they cite for the 13 Pro Max. But I have the 13 Pro Max, and if I drop it below 50 in a day, it means I, I, I use I saw your tweet the other day. I was, I was like... Yeah, that's crazy. I got the twelve. The 12 <laughs> I got the twelve mini, which uh, I need to charge that at the end of the day. Yeah, we'll yeah. not the same story. <laughs> no. Um, the thing I'm a little scared about is the SIM tray removal. Um, yeah. eSIM historically has not been very friendly to use and move devices around um, as. I, uh, hmm. carriers are sometimes butts about this so I, it looks like a good interface i don't know if this is a new interface or what the deal is there but what are your thoughts on eSIM? well i've never used it yeah i continue to have a micro sim from years ago <laughs> yes. that i just keep moving from phone to phone and it's been perfect it's yeah. so easy you just get a new phone iphone android phone whatever you pop in the sim and you immediately have service and immediately yeah, and you it's could be great. going back and forth between phones if you if you're that kind of person. Like if you're a reviewer, mm-hmm. that's an awesome yeah. thing to have. Yeah, which I used to do. I don't do that anymore. So maybe this isn't as big or as international for... usage. You you're yeah. in the states. Like that's a common. Mm-hmm. Like you have an eSIM for your standard one. Then maybe you travel and you pop into physical SIM. That ability mm-hmm. is gone now, which that yeah. kind of sucks. Well, because yeah, that was the dual SIM system they had before. Right, where you could have an eSIM and, and a, a physical. Uh, physical sim i think they seem to talk about you could manage multiple e-sims now, right i don't know what the threshold there but... is that but that seems like maybe that might not be as easy as just buying a sim someplace internationally like you're in the middle yeah you're in an I... airport i don't know if they sell you an e-sim for prepaid stuff as easily mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah i i don't really know I, I i i don't have any experience here i will say that last year when i got the 13 um i scratched the screen pretty badly like on day two with it yeah. and i took it into an apple store to get replaced and they did replace it for me um out of sympathy they said normally you wouldn't do this but we, you just bought this and you just destroyed it so we'll we'll fix it yeah. for you um but and you didn't write one. you didn't try to return it without uh, i don't know if that would have gone through or not <laughs> oh yeah yeah I, I didn't even consider that i was just I was just honest, I guess. Yes, yes. <laughs> but but I brought it in, and they were like, "Okay." And then you have eSIM. We're going to go ahead and do the transfer thing. And I was like, "Oh, it's okay. I I have a, a regular SIM card." And like the person helping me was surprised. They were like, "It had been a while since they'd seen huh. someone with." A regular I imagine SIM. most it's, have regular SIMs. I guess not. That's what I would have assumed as well. But they were surprised when I had that. So yeah. that was like, oh, maybe I am I behind the times. <laughs> <laughs> But so I don't. I this will be the first time I guess that I'm forced to start using it. And yeah, and the website says we'll traveling see. is a breeze. Before you go, activate an eSIM for the country you're visiting. So yeah, very confident that this won't be an issue. Yeah, so it probably won't be. I'm probably being a curmudgeon, but yeah, yeah it's yeah. Uh, pushing me to change. Yeah, um, always on display. What are your thoughts on this <sighs> one? Will this be useful? I mean, how- to me? So I use an <laughs> iPhone, and it lives 
at a sleeve. It's literally when I'm not using it, I put it in a sleeve. Mm-hmm. I can't see it if it's on or off. Um, yep. Most people are not like me. I, I understand. <laughs> what <laughs> do you? And you have an Apple Watch that's always on display. Um, yep. Like this seems like it will have richer always on capabilities. Maybe with the live activities. Yeah. Yeah. So I am super amped for this. Um, again, one of those things that like living partially in the Android world. Like I feel like sometimes I like come into the Apple conversation. I'm like, <laughs> guys, it's actually good. You're going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> I promise. Um, but so I have a, a an aircraft carrier of a phone. Yes. So the Max. I don't want it. Yes, I have the Max. So it's not in my pocket when I'm sitting down. Um, I put it next to me on the desk and mm-hmm. everything. So it is face up because again, I scratched my phone. I don't sure. do that again. So face up. Um, and yeah, it's nice just to see the time. Like yes, it's on my watch, but it's going to be nice to have the widgets on the lock screen now. Uh, it'll be nice to just have the wallpaper there. Like yeah. they're showing more of the wallpaper than I'm used to seeing on Android phones that do this. Like they definitely. It is the nicest looking always on mode I think I've ever seen. And notifications like you do get them on your watch, but you don't get them on the always on thing. Like when my watch is just like at my side, I'm not seeing my notifications. No, you get a tap. Yeah, you get a tap. You can see it, but you'll like, see you a number update there. on the messages complication, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But if I want to like actually see what it is, I could see it kind of at the bottom yeah. of the lock screen on the iPhone. So I think there's some practicality there. And again, most iPhone users still don't have an Apple watch. So they are going to get all these benefits for the first time. But yeah, I mean, it, I wonder what the privacy it. modes are like on this thing. Yeah. I would assume it's the same as it is today where it's like by default, it's like only shows you the app that sends you the notification yeah. until you like authenticate with your face and then they expand, but it looks really good. They did it exactly how they did it on the Apple watch where it kind of like, just like looks like it dips away from the screen a little yep. bit. Just it's the, all your colors are still there. Like everything is there. It's just dimmer, a little dimmer, but like, Everything is still there. I wonder if live activities will ever come to the watch. I mean, they did all this work for the phone. I wonder if we'll get that, richer complications through that. I would be a good. That would be a good thing for next year for sure. Yeah, to have it like take over the watch face, kind of. Mm-hmm. So like it, when it, you're in always on mode, it's going to just be there. Yeah, I mean, now that we have always on on the phone, like I would hope the watch can. They, they'll both benefit, I think, from having this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it unifies. It's like it's. It's it's good. I, it's an it's an unmitigated good thing. Down to one hertz, which is again what the watch does, mm-hmm. and doesn't seem. I mean, the battery. It was, the first always on mode uh, for the watch was bad. The Series Five, yes, was pretty bad for battery life. <laughs> but they bounced right back up with the six, and the seven's good. I'm sure the eight will be good. The Ultra is obviously bananas, <laughs> and so I'm hoping that the battery life won't be that big of an impact. But again, like you said, it's only on the pros. The pros are the bigger phones. I guess they're the same size now, but like there's no mini. So mm, hopefully yes. it will be negligible, whatever difference that makes. Yeah. Um, so some feedback. Um, action mode up to 2.8K at 60 frames per second. So it sounds like it is a unique mode, sadly. Um, okay. Yeah. D- dang. Yeah, it'd be nice if the quick take video would be action mode, you know? Like, I don't know. Maybe, mm, mm-hmm. you know, situational, throw it in there. Macro video recording is a, I guess that's not new. Um, yeah. Um, is one terabyte new this year on the phones? I think that was last year they added that. Okay. So, and they kept the 128 model around. I think there were some rumors that it was going to start at 256. Yeah, but... that was alongside the pricing rumors that everything's just going to be more expensive. Yep. Which it yep. wasn't. But it wasn't. Thank they, goodness. they, <laughs> 
they played it. They've heard. They heard the rumors. We kind of made a nod to that. I think it's like uh, they had something like at the same. I don't know. They, it sounded like they they knew that people were talking about that. They did very explicitly note that it was the same price. Yes, like <laughs> in a way that I in a way I don't remember them doing other years because it's no. been a nine nine ninety nine starting for the Pro for years. So yeah. So anything else on the fourteen or fourteen Pro worth mentioning? Um, I think we hit on everything. The purple looks great. Um, the safety stuff again that we kind of talked about with the Apple Watch Ultra car crash detection is coming to the phone as well. So you actually don't need to get the Series Eight or the SE. So your nope. your Series Seven or older won't have car detection. But if your phone has, or I guess no, it's it's only the new iPhone. So this isn't coming to like all iOS 16s. But right anyway, if you buy a new device this year, you're getting car crash detection. Um, and the emergency SOS via satellite thing. So, yeah, I mean, I think the Pro is obviously the star of the show this year. The 14 the fourteen and the Series 8, I feel like they were talking about things. They were filling some time with things that all iPhones have. <laughs> yep. Devices last year had as well. Um, but, yeah, the Pro is definitely the bigger jump. But, I mean, the 14 is still solid. Like, it's still a very good phone. I think people who buy it will be very happy with it. It's just not the thrilling update um that we sometimes get with the iphone yeah um what are your plans um as far as oh purchases if any <laughs> um so my plan no apple watch this year yeah which is the first time since ever i haven't bought a new apple watch interesting um, yeah yeah I, I, just, I just don't need it it's, it's yeah, too you good. Can't, like, yeah you're not an adventurer to justify the big not an adventurer i don't really do reviews of the hardware anymore and yeah, so no no reason to get one. I, my wife is getting one, but that's her purchase, not mine. Yes, um, it'd be a series then, eight for her. She'll, she'll get a series. She's okay. going from the series four up to the series eight. So oh, that'll be a big base jump. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do plan on getting the new fourteen Pro, and I don't know if it's not Max or not. I oh, don't not know. sure. I, okay. I don't like the size. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're big. But I I love the battery. <laughs> How long? And this, yeah. I mean, the this regular battery is battery's probably good, but not crazy good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the re I like it because I never have to think about, I never think about my battery dying, no matter how much I use my phone. It's never thing. I have it's, to it's so f the battery thing's funny. Cause like mm -hmm. uh, me as a main person, I, I, I don't have a battery, <laughs> but, um, like external battery packs have never been cheaper and easier to just have with you. Like it's, it seems mm -hmm. like, why do I, like I know it's nice, but it's like, oh man, battery external power is not a hard thing at this point in our, our existence. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just one of those things. Like it's a, it's like, why do you, I just don't like having to worry about it. Yeah. I just no, don't like yeah, I get to, it. Yeah. I don't have to pack it. I went on a day trip uh, a couple weeks ago, went out of town on like Saturday night, came back Sunday afternoon. Didn't pack I mean, chargers. you could probably go on a weekend trip with the Pro Max if you're being judicial and put in low power mode. But that's that's the thing. No low power mode. Don't have to worry for about it. For a whole weekend, I mean. Like Friday to like Monday or something. You could probably mm -hmm. be good without a battery pack or anything. <laughs> it, yeah, maybe. You know, if you're careful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that, yeah, that, yeah, it, it's, it's... But the battery life is just crazy in those things. Yeah, so yeah, I get so, it. Yeah. It's 100 it's, bucks. It's, What's 100 bucks? You know. I know. I mean, when it, when you're already spending that much, yes. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, I should mention, I love that uh, the Explorer, the Ultra, 
it's just seven ninety nine. There's one price point they're selling that thing for. All the bands, everything's it's just seven ninety nine, which I spent that much on the stainless because I had a better band. But yeah, you can't buy it for any more or any less. Yeah, you're right. Here. They're all cellular. There's one color. Yeah, there's. Take it's, it's, it is the, it is the Apple Watch that has the least thinking involved. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just choose what band you want with it. That's the only option. And they're all the same price as far as the bands. Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah. that's great. Yeah, and they're and, 100 bucks, which is kind of like their standard band price. Yeah, outside of the $50 um, cheapos. Yeah, they have the, the cheapos and the expensive ones, but like most of them are $100 yep. now. They used and, to be like 150 which was a little much. Yeah, and, and the like Milne's, ago, is the Milne's Loop still 150 Or that dropped out? Are, yeah, that's okay. 100 as well. Yeah. That's 100 now, okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean that that seems yeah, that's that's great. So yeah, I'm gonna tr- yeah, we have an eleven in the house. I'm gonna try to have that uh, person upgrade. Um, okay, we'll see how that goes. Um, and then I uh, may want to pass along my twelve mini to someone that uh, could use an upgrade uh, that likes small phones. They have an SE now, and I'm gonna try to see if I can uh, make uh, to get the thirteen mini is my goal. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I'm not sure how that will go over upgrading that phone, but, um, uh, you can now, you can buy the 13 mini for a hundred dollars off its original price in all the storage sizes and colors. And my big, um, my big conundrum is red or that hot green. Like the red is great. The mm-hmm. green is also great. I mean, so that's my conundrum because, and then I think I'll get the five twelve gigs and go big with the final small premium phone okay just just go all all the way yeah the the last mini the last mini 899 is that price point um i hate that's a 699 to 899 jump for that 256 to 512 uh jump yeah that's kind of annoying yeah i have the 256 uh, which was the previous highest for the mini um okay but yeah they still have the 12 12 starting at 599 they still have the 12 the 12 mini is dead no mini. in America. Yeah. I've heard from those internationally that the 12 mini exists in those markets where mm. I think probably because things are getting more expensive uh, that I guess there was a, only a 30 euro drop or a pound drop. I'm not sure what the, the currency was, but there was not as big of a drop in price from uh, to d- yesterday to today uh, over there. So I think the 12 mini exists in different markets where it makes sense. But yeah, um, you get the SE at 429 then 599 Is that right? Yeah, 599 for, or 499 for, I don't know. There's a wide range of phones. Let's just put that there, there's, an, there's an iPhone for every price point. Now. Yeah. But I just, yeah, I was so late when the 13 minute, it's like, please, Apple, don't kill the 13 minute. Let's have that <laughs> stick around. Other, I wonder, how, what are your predictions, Matt? How long will this... Will the 13 mini stick around for um, another Ooh. year past this? Like when they introduced the 15s, will we still have the 13? Like we have the 12 now, no 12 mini. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they'll keep this 13 mini around uh, for a while or not. I I have nothing but I I would be shocked if you can still buy the 13 after next the, year. 13 mini after the 15 is announced. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, I, I know people love it. I think it's a real low seller. <laughs> It is. Yeah, I've heard from people that work in Apple stores like, we don't sell any of those things. Yeah. It's so sad. People, people love it. That doesn't mean it's they bad. They do. They love it, but it doesn't sell. I, you know, yeah. yeah. People want big phones. I don't get it. You know, it doesn't yes. even fit in your hand anymore. I don't know. 
I it's 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 stupid. These phones are stupid. Yeah, like I want to be able but... to hold like I've got pretty big hands. I want to be able to hold a phone uh from top to bottom, you know? Cuz that that it can't it can't fall out of my You can do that? No, it, not even close. Big, no, yeah. Cuz I, I I I like I'm not going to drop it if I can grab it from the bottom and top at the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah. I'm not, and I'm, I'm not doing the wiggle thing either, where I'm like trying to jimmy up to get to the top. Oh the yeah, yeah, the, <laughs> the jimmy. Sh- shift it up to your phone. Yeah, hand and it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you know, you, you suffer through it. Did, you did I mention the battery is insane? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> and I'm so envious of these camera systems on these these newer phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. I really want a 14 Pro, but it's uh, so big. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, what yeah mm. it, it's it's the conundrum because i love this the mini and it's like i was just thinking maybe 13 mini and they'll just get the best last mini phone mm-hmm. but man that 14 looks so good it, like always on display for motion like it's it's a lot of things in that that, that 14 pro yeah, promotion is another thing. I, I I wouldn't be able to go back from when once you have it, you start you notice sixty hertz on other ones. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's fine, but it's it's not what I'm used to. I had this with the uh, yeah. iPad as well. I tried to go down to the iPad Air, and it was ex- everything was fine except for the uh, promotion. This no promotion. Yeah, yep. I love it on the iPad. Like it's yeah. So okay, yeah, and I think I think that's it. Anything else? No, that was that was a marathon. It was, yeah. It was a good event, about as long as Apple did. I must say, hour thirty or so. Is that how long the show was? I think it was. It was. It was over. It was just over ninety minutes. Yeah. I was surprised how long it was. It's like this is a long show for. I mean, they had a lot to say with Apple Watch and the phones and stuff. Yeah, they got they got to like the fifty two minute mark before we got to the iPhone segment. I was like, good lord. Yeah, because I think it's usually been a little over an hour the past couple years mm-hmm. so like this was this was a long one yeah and no ipad not a single mention of the ipad not a single mention of the mac not a single ar or vr thing no like yeah it was really it was tight watch the airpods and the iphones they didn't mention ios but that's launching on monday i guess <laughs> yep watch os2 yep i'm very i i am very excited to install the watch uh, it sounds like the watch got all sorts of stuff that was not in the uh, beta cycles so i'm very excited to install that and start playing around yeah. Yeah, watchOS is very good. The workouts and improvements, we definitely don't have time to get into it, but no. the workout improvements are very good this year. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was a good show. Um, yeah, it just kept on going. <laughs> and it just kept on going. I, I like it. I, I like a lot. It was, it was a nice long show. Yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah. Like, let me just like ease in. Like, again, we get these like twice a year, three times a year at most. Like, let's 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 enjoy it. Let's see what they have to Absolutely. show. Absolutely. Well, uh, where can people find your awesome videos and what you're up to online? Yeah, so... Uh, couple places you can check me out uh youtube is the best place uh for most of what i'm doing these days uh a better a better computer is the youtube channel uh you can find that at, on youtube and uh, my personal website is birchtree.me where i write about tech stuff and then i'm on twitter at matt birchler and i'm at all those places almost every day so you can find me anywhere very cool well thank you so much matt for your your time spending just as long as the apple keynote was to, to talk about all this awesome stuff <laughs> anytime thank you so much for having me well there's been a discussion with matt all about apple september 2022 event lots of great stuff announced here and it was a lot of fun to talk with matt about all of this uh make sure to check out matt's youtube channel a better computer and my thanks again to matt for his time recording this episode 
You can support the podcast over patreon.com slash or by subscribing in Apple Podcasts. And with that, I'll talk to everyone again real soon.